All right. Are you All recording? Right. Yes, now. Start your thing. All right. Uh, I have a bone to pick with both of you. Okay. And I need you to take this very, very seriously. Okay? Okay. So, last week, a little, little bit before last week, I, I, you know, it's the holidays, so I'm seeing, I'm seeing some family, uh-huh. family that I haven't seen in a bit, mm-hmm. and I have this younger cousin who's really, really into movies. Uh-huh. You know, kind of, kind of like a, imagine like a young Kate Mitchell from Mitchell versus the Machines. Like he's just really into movies, and he's kind of absorbing everything. And I talked to him about this podcast, and he's like, "Oh, you have a movie podcast? Can I have a link? Can I listen to it?" And he's like, yeah. "I'm like, yeah, absolutely." So I gave him the link. And he gets all excited and he sees that the new episode that came out last week is about the, the original Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. And he's so excited because he's oh, so yeah, really excited. Do you like so it? Excited. And then he starts the episode. And the first thing he hears is, Yo, Eddie, what about that girl who kept locked up in your basement? Like, <laughs> so, so am, I not suppo- am I not supposed to be concerned about her? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> now, in retrospective, from a distant perspective, funniest shit that's ever happened. <laughs> but for like 36 hours, his parents were concerned. <laughs> oh, God, are you being serious? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so if, if it's okay with you, I would like this episode to be, <laughs> if we can, if we can keep, I, I know it's hard, but I would like if we could do this in our best behavior. <laughs> well, that's what Eddie said about the little girl. So that she oh, get God out of damn it, pretty. Okay. Now, <laughs> if we're going to behavior. start, yeah. Okay. Now, if we're going, if we're going to start, let's be much sure about this. Let me turn on my camera. You know, Freddie, I actually was debating on deleting that. I was like, is that too far? I thought, yeah, you know, when I saw you post it, I was like, I wonder if you kept it in. <laughs> I was I was debating on it, actually. I was like, is that too far? That might be too far. <laughs> I love you, boo. You know, Freddie, I actually was debating on deleting that. I was like, is that too far? I thought, yeah, you know, when I saw you post it, I was like, I wonder if you kept it in. <laughs> I, was, I was debating on it, actually. I was like, is that too far? That might be too far. I love you, boo. You want to say hi? Nikki says, go fuck yourselves. Is that the little girl in the basement? Oh, God damn it, Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, not about you. It's about a fucked up joke we made last week about a little girl in the basement. I love you. Hey, Kemba backed out. Are you keeping this part into the, into the podcast? <laughs> I, I'm really debating on it. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you'll end up deleting it. Oh man, I know you're lying. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yep. Okay, so like I was saying, I want you both mature on this one. So let me turn on my camera. <laughs> and fuck yeah, let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> Is that Ben Parker from like <clears throat> Into the Spider-Verse? 
I look like Ned from Homecoming when he puts on the camera. It's one of the masks. God damn it. My face is fat as fuck. Okay. I'm going to check it out. Fuck is uh, not a very safe word. Hey, everybody. This is Fernando from the Rollback Podcast. And it is Saturday and we were, are reviewing, some would say, arguably the biggest movie of the year, Spider-Man Far From Home. And on a disclaimer note, fuck the internet for trying to ruin this movie by spoiling the shit out of it. Yes, we are re- yeah, we are reviewing Spider-Man Far From Home. So that scene where Mysterio uh, summons all those things, you know, fucking amazing, right? You know, Far mm-hmm. From Home, that was fucking great. When Mephisto shows up, I was not expecting that. I was not expecting the Hulk to show up. Wait, I did I say Far From Home or No Way Home? You did. You said Far From Home, yeah. Oh, whoops, my bad. No Way Home. No <laughs> Way Home is the movie we are doing. Thank you, Bernie, for, for proving that we are all indeed human. Hey, man, they all have home in it. That's not fair. <laughs> Oh, <clears throat> what do you think? Spider-Man that? Far From Home, Peter Parker is on mask and no longer able to separate his normal life from the high stakes of being a superhero. When he asks help from Doctor Strange, his stakes become even more dangerous, forcing him to discover what it truly means to be Spider-Man. Sorry, I wanted to get that out of the way. Straight up, that is our plot. That is our story. That is our movie. Three Spider-Man, three reviewers. Fucking spoilers. Let's fucking do this. Best fucking movie of the year. Let's fucking go. I mean, you all want to start with what you graded the movie? Sure, fucking obvious. On a on a scale of your own personal scale, <clears throat> for me, for me, I gave it a five out of five. A plus. Fucking ten. <laughs> it's, it's not hard. Like like I don't. I haven't heard a single negative review of this movie. I heard negative like pe- people like picking at it in certain pieces, but. Nah, man, like, I, as far as I'm aware, it's been, like, critical acclaim. This is, um, this was one of the <clears> most <throat> expected movies of the year. This is one of the things that people wanted to see, like, since the, since the ending of the last one. And I thought they were going to take their sweet-ass time with it. I thought we weren't going to see a Spider-Man 3 until, like, two, three, four years, maybe, after the, after the first, after the second one. And, oh, Fuck. Yeah, no, they did everything good with it. They, every opportunity that they could, they took advantage of it. They set it up properly and it paid off uh, greatly, immensely. I had some doubts about what was going to happen. I had some concerns. There were some things that I thought people were uh, piling on top of the movie that were probably not going to happen. Maybe get, get their hopes up a, a little bit too much. Every expectation that was set up was fulfilled. And I don't know about you two, but it was succeeded in my case. Mm-hmm. Well, I texted Eddie right after the movie. Uh, I told him this is the movie that I didn't know that I needed, but it was a movie that I loved. Absolutely. Oh, fuck, man. This, this movie, it is so much. It made Tom, for me personally, I, I like Tom Holland, but he wasn't my favorite Avenger of Fair Superhero. But I think it's fair to say that Tom Holland was... Uh, he was catching some shit. Um, they were like, oh, I mean, he's not really doing much. Uh, one of the biggest gripes about the whole uh, uh, home uh, trilogy, trilogy is the fact like, oh, he uses Tony Stark for everything. Tony Stark this, Tony Stark that. Uh, all of this stuff is Tony Stark. Um, but there was actually something that uh, I started to think about after seeing this movie um but eddie you finish your thought i'll tell you i'll say it after yours 
No, just that. Um, so before this film, uh, Tom Holland, he was fine as Spider-Man. I was like, yeah, he's fine. You know, he, to me, he was in the same league as Andrew Garfield. To me, Tobin was still the definitive Spider-Man. After this movie, after the kiss from the Godfathers, after the tragedy that he goes through, you know, the relationships he built, he made the hero's choice. Um, <clears throat> Wait, hold on, hold on. Uh, disclaimer note, we're going to talk about spoilers. Go so, fuck yourself. Oh, yeah. You don't know spoilers. We, yet. we haven't said any spoilers so far, <clears throat> but from this point on, there's spoilers. Yeah. All right. Um, fucking, and I'm I'm gonna give my big opinion on it right now. Um, oh shit. No. So Spider-Man Two is for me was my favorite, or maybe still is. I don't know right now. Uh, my favorite Spider-Man movie because Peter makes. Well, it has choice. you by curious now. Very much so. It does. Because Peter makes the hero's decision. He has a taste of the good life where he goes to school. He's talking to MJ. Maybe they might rekindle something. He's he he has a decent paying job, but he's doing Peter, right? He's stopping Spider-Man. <clears throat> and even though he knew it'd be harder, he went back to being Spider-Man. He made the decision, he made the hard choice, right? In this movie, he does that same thing. He makes the hard choice on a bigger scale. He says, Hey, make everyone forget about me, and it'll fix this. A great personal sacrifice, he chose to do that. So replicating that storyline to some degree. Also, his relationship with Aunt May, which was fucking, I wish we had had this relationship for three movies because I, I really loved Aunt May in this movie. Him and Zendaya felt like a real and legit couple, even though they're dating real life, but you get what I mean. Like, fuck, man, this is a Spider-Man movie I was personally waiting for to start this kid. Like, fuck. The, yeah, <laughs> I love this movie. Like, genuinely. And that's not even including all the cameos and all the fan servers. Just from a story perspective, Fuck yeah! This is the movie I was waiting for. Um, to to answer that uh that whole knack that everyone was that had with Tom Holland's Spider Man that the fact like oh it's Tony Stark's uh, uh tech that he uses all the time yada 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 he's not doing stuff for himself. Have y'all noticed at the end of each of these movies, Tony Stark's tech failed? Tom Holland, and he had to use his own wits to succeed. The first movie, he had to use his original suit, the one that he made when being Tony Stark found him to fight the vulture. And then the second movie, and the second movie, he had to use his spider sense to beat Mysterio. Absolutely. Oh, and shit. in this movie, no Tony Stark tech. I think they lock him out. Uh, at the beginning of the movie when all the shit goes down because at the scene of the bridge it says uh, Stark Network not available. Yeah. I forgot about all that. Wow. Um, yeah, I know. I was Coming, like, after watching the movie I started thinking about it. I'm like, you know, all the knock that he gets for using Tony Stark's stuff, he doesn't really use Tony Stark's stuff in the big moments. Hmm. Fair. The way I see it, I always found uh, both uh, Homecoming and Far From Home to be smaller scale films um, for a smaller scale story. Uh, Spider-Man was never supposed to be this big um, Captain America, Thor, like incredibly larger than life character with a great story. He's supposed to be a kid with both teenager 
problems that that end up relating to his superhero lifestyle. He's mm-hmm. the only character besides Daredevil who has a secret identity. So when that's compromised, that ends up affecting him a lot. Now, I like the first two because they are smaller movies. And I think a lot of people expected uh, like a, a Spider-Man 2002 or an Amazing Spider-Man where like he is the center of attention. This Spider-Man is not the center of attention. He is another chapter in, in a larger story. And that's okay. So I always knew that the first two were building up to something big. And those two were just like, you know, just taste, small taste uh, uh, adventures. They're supposed to be like basically cartoon episodes. So, but I always knew it was going to go to something bigger. Now, Eddie, you say your favorite was Spider-Man 2. My favorite is still Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse. To me, that is the best movie that's ever been done with Spider-Man. This is a close second. And because a lot of the things that work in that movie are replicated here, but there are only there are only a few things that you can just do in animation that to me make that still a better movie. This one, however, fuck, it raised all the stakes. It 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 it, it felt more personality. It felt more um, hurtful. It it felt more honest. And there is this truth, the, the universal truth about Spider-Man is the fact that he's always going to suffer. There's a great speech that he does at the end of the first Spider-Man where he says, no matter what I do, no matter what I say, it is always the ones I love that, that end up suffering. So that's why he has to cut himself out of everything. That's why he doesn't allow himself to have a relationship. That's why he doesn't allow himself to be close to Aunt May. Um, and all of those stakes end up being raised here and are, and, develop the shit out of Tom Holland's Spider-Man in a way that the previous movies, neither Infinity War, Endgame, Civil War, they didn't develop him as much as this. And this is what's going to make him a great Spider-Man. For the people who have played the Spider-Man PS4 game, you know that if you see the ending of this movie and then you play the beginning of that game, it's like that's the same Spider-Man just a few years later. So, because it literally ends with him in the apartment and the game starts with him in his apartment. He gets the eviction notice. He's like, oh, fuck, like, ah, gotta go to work. And you can tell that if they decide to move forward with maybe a college trilogy or him, uh, we were catching up with him like after college graduation or something, he's going to be an even amazing, amazing Spider-Man later down the line. But this was the decisive point. This was the Nexus event. And I was so glad to be able to experience it because, goddamn, this movie really had everything. Tony, yeah, um, I I get Kemma and his uh, his putting uh, into the Spider Verse ahead of this movie because I mean, animation you can do just so much more as opposed to live action. Live action, you have to deal with actors, you have to deal with their agents, having to pay them. A certain amount of money you have to pay for them to be on sets, all this stuff, stunt doubles, etc. Um, I I just I don't put them in the same category because that's just me. Because it, to me, it's like comparing MMA and boxing. Well, yes, there's some similarities. They're two very different sports, and it just for me, Spider Man into the Spider Verse will always reign supreme because it can pull no punches. It can just go all out. But this movie, for what it's worth and for everything that's happened before it, 
for them to take what spider-man was built off of especially live action and just stick it to the wall and have pretty much everything stick i mean bravo i mean this movie granted beforehand this movie annoyed the shit out of me because everyone was trying to spoil it more so than infinity war more so than Endgame. everyone was trying to spoil this movie and luckily i didn't see anything uh that was spoiler worthy um i think one of the main things that would have probably spoiled everything is probably um aunt may dying uh being one of the big ones um green goblin's new suit that's comic book accurate yeah Uh, fucking shout out to sony marvel for doing that revamp and ditching the mask which i still like the mask i like the green goblin mask but just being like look willem dafoe looks like a fucking villain regardless and he looks like a psychopath yeah just let him just let him roll let him do his work with his face um doc ott coming back revamping jamie fox's electro because thank god he didn't have blue fucking skin this time uh sandman i think we could have probably done without (sighs) um but i I think one of the best ways i've seen described uh i want to say it was jeremy johns and that's because Honestly, I haven't really been seeing eye to eye with Jeremy Johns on a lot of his reviews. I think he just became a bitter old man and he just talks shit about comic movies now. Like he expects something more so than what they are. And it's like, dude, these aren't Oscar bait movies. Like these are comic book movies. They're not going to have the greatest writing. They're not going to have the best storytelling. It's a comic book movie, first and foremost. Like once you accept that going in, you can enjoy the movie. But uh, uh, like I said, what he, uh, I do agree with one thing he said. This was probably the best origin story ever. Because Homecoming, Far From Home, No Way Home pretty much sets up the Spider-Man that we know and love. Yeah. Go ahead. Huh. No, I was going to say, um, we're praising this movie a lot, but can we... Let's dive into some specifics about praising, like because we were saying how great it was. Um, I want to start with uh, one aspect of the story. Really weird, the event that kind of kicks it all off because obviously you know Mysterio exposed who Peter was and whatnot. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> he went to he went to Doctor Strange for the spell, not because not necessarily only because his life was getting harder, he was willing to accept that, but yeah. because he wanted his friends to get into college. Like, yeah. how simple is that? How small That's, is that? That was fucking great that felt real like that felt like 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 he's such a good kid <laughs> like at heart he's such a good kid and he's like i can accept this weight being dropped on my shoulders but not to them that's they didn't not ask fair for this. yeah they didn't yeah. ask for this yeah no, and, I, yeah, yeah. I, I just love how it started off like something so minor so simple you know and doc Doc and Doctor Strange he was like, "Why don't you just go talk to the fucking admissions board? What's wrong with you? You can appeal." Yeah. yeah, um, yeah, that was great. Um, I need to talk about like one thing. Hmm. So a little bit before that, uh, um, I had one one thing I wanted in this movie. It wasn't 
the original Spider-Man showing up. It wasn't uh, the, the original villain showing up. It wasn't the best. I, I didn't want it the best Spider-Man movie. I want. I had one thing that I was like, if you just grant me this one wish, just like I will not ask for anything else. I wanted to see Charlie Cox's Daredevil again. And that's right. When, when that fucking scene, when you just see the cane and he walks down and he's holding the phone and he just starts, like, oh my God, I yelled in my movie theater. I went fucking insane. I was so happy because Daredevil is my favorite superhero. Charlie Cox is my favorite version of him. So the fact Fuck that Charlie they- Cox, Ben Affleck all day. <laughs> yo, Affleck was a bombing phantoms, yo. I will say that. I will say that. But no, the fact that Charlie Cox was there as Daredevil and he had there, he, he didn't look like he aged a day. He had the glasses, he had the cane, and he was talking in that weird voice that all British men use when they're talking in English in, a, in, a, in, a, in an American accent. And then they had that great line where like he catches the break and he goes, I'm a really good lawyer. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> no, I, have, I had him for 30 seconds and, I, and I'm going to be great for like my entire life. So thank you, Kevin. Thank you, John Watts. Thank you, Sony. Thank you, Marvel. Um, I wish he had been there longer. I wish we had seen like a courtroom scene or something. I didn't care if the movie was longer, just so like being able to see him in action again. What, if, what if there's a that. what if there's like a three and a half hour cut of this movie where like they do include like a courtroom like storyline and shit? Release the Watts cut. <laughs> um, no, I just I, I I needed to say that. Like, like I'm gonna forget if I, if we don't talk about it now. But I was so happy to just see him again. Mm-hmm. Like, it is nice to know that. Uh... All the speculation is pretty much over that uh, what's going to happen to these Netflix characters. Because, um, I mean, we all heard the rumors that, oh, well, after their season ended, I think it was like, what, a two year time limit? Yeah. That they had to hold off on putting them in any of their stuff. Mm-hmm. And so we got to see, like, oh shit, it's actually true. Like, they are bringing some of these characters back. Who knows how many they're going to bring back right now. It's still speculation. Um, Charlie Cox is pretty much confirmed. Uh, Wilson Fisk is confirmed because of uh, Hawkeye. Um, it's, I, I believe. It, it is interesting to see like, oh, these Netflix characters might have a second run. Well, John Perthall also is confirmed already, if I'm not mistaken. Like, I don't believe shit until I see no, some no, sort of uh, no, no, didn't they announce that he had a photo or something? I don't believe shit until I see a set photo. I agree. I agree. Um, because people can say all the time, like, "Oh, it's confirmed. It's confirmed. He's he's gonna come back. He's gonna come back." Until I see him on set, I will believe it. All right, well, ladies, I will be back in one moment. But what before I go, I was gonna ask you two a quick question so you can find them. Who's the ladies? I'm looking at both y'all. Quick question though, before I go, do you wish that Daredevil had been in the climax of this film? Go no, no, I I, Uh, he didn't need to be there, he didn't need to be there. It wasn't a Daredevil movie, he would have been, uh, he would have been the friend on a third wheel date. As as a person who has been the friend in the in the in the third wheel date, no, yeah, it would have been very uncomfortable. No, like, I it, yeah, I think they used them. Sense. Yeah, I I think they used them the best that they could. 
I figured, I kind of assumed that if he were to show up, he would have only showed up as, as Matt Murdock and not as Daredevil. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And besides, I think he would have confused way more people than it did because I, I saw people who were like, who, who the hell's that guy? Like, like why, why are people excited? cheering? Yeah. Um, and I think if they had shown him in the suit, that's not the red suit. Like if he would have shown up, he would have shown up like the black suit mm. and people would be like, we're even more confused. Uh, no, we got to go little by little. Um, and I think what they used him for was good. Would I have liked to have seen him more? Yes, but I think what they showed us was good. I did want to say kind of a little weird to see him next to John Favreau because John Favreau was the Foggy Nelson to Ben Affleck. Oh, and yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> so it's kind of weird that they're both there. Um, but yeah, I just I, I just want to shout out just that one scene. It was very fan service but I'm a fan. So... Why why should I complain? What did you think of the the first act? And for me, what I consider the first act is the beginning to um, uh, when Aunt May dies. Okay, so like the first third, yeah, yeah. I yeah. well, I consider that I consider it two halves. Um, okay. I don't know, I don't know how your third uh, works, um, but for me, yeah, I consider it uh, two halves. Uh, up until Matt Aunt May dies, and then afterwards is the post Aunt May death uh, introduction of the previous Spider Man, and then the plan into going and fighting the the villains. I did I, I did thought it was very interesting that they killed on May. They yeah. let us. I, they, I didn't let, expect that. They left us with that feeling, and then immediately, and then just to make sure that we weren't like completely destroyed emotionally, they were like, no, 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 no. here's Andrew Garfield. It's okay. It's okay. Don't cry. Don't cry. <laughs> like, because they did it like right immediately. So it was like, no, 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 no. it's okay. It's okay. Don't, don't, don't cry. He, he's back. He's back. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, I yeah. think everyone expected uh, MA to live because uh, yeah. Ben, Ben Parker was already dead. Yeah. I thought uh, when she gets hit, I thought she was dead. But then when yeah. she stood up, I thought, okay, no, good. She's alive. But then when she said, uh, uh, with with great power comes great I'm like, oh, she's dead. <laughs> oh, she's so gone. <laughs> she's fucked. Yeah. It's, it's like, with this, you can die now. Now, a lot of people in my theater were crying at that scene. I didn't cry at that scene because I've seen on date die, on May die before. And the death of Aunt May in spoilers, the, the Spider-Man PS4 game, it's the saddest death that I've ever seen in my life. So um, that to me trumps this. But um, yeah, oh, and fuck the Department good. of Damage Control taking a shot at Peter Parker. Oh, yeah, but like, he, he's probably getting me right now. So <clears throat> it makes oh, I don't oh, give a fuck. They didn't take a shot at uh they didn't take a shot at uh Captain America. They didn't try to kill him. Yeah, but Captain America was Captain America's white. A vigilante so. yeah. who destroyed the no, Well, I was gonna say white, but also but Spider-Man's white too. So I mean I can't use that joke. They don't know what he's white. He wears a suit that covers his whole face. His whole skin. No, by that point, Peter was uh, was uh <laughs> was uh exposed. Well no, but no, but no um shit, man. I damn well, white okay. Let's okay. Wait. So there was the initial part, the initial shock, the college thing, um, 
And first talking about Aunt May's death. Uh, can we talk about the bridge scene? Introduction of the villains. Yeah. Yeah. Can we talk about the bridge? Because my theater guys. Uh, oh shit! I didn't mention this. So for me, a big thing about enjoying a movie like this, like a experience, a comic book experience in particular, is the crowd. Like Fernie, we saw Endgame together. You remember how molten hot that crowd was? They oh yeah, that that, that was the so best crowd days. to watch that movie with. Exactly. So when I went to go watch this, I didn't know if I was surrounded by my fellow nerds. I didn't know who I was surrounded by, like like just fucking randos or whatever. No, this crowd was into this movie, like from the fucking get go. The cheers, the pops, the screaming when Doc Ock shows up, and we all know he was going to show up. But when he appears, awesome. And here's the thing: I did this several times throughout the movie. Whenever something big like that happened, I would turn around for just a few seconds to look at the crowd. And every fucking time that crowd, I saw grown men, grown women, adults, smiling like little kids, crying like babies, cheering, laughing, just like, like they forgot everything else that was going on in their lives. And for just like these two and a half hours, everything was great in the world. Well, think about it, man. Fucking first Spider-Man came out in 2001. We were in the first grade. Yeah, so uh, but like that's what I mean. Like the crowd that I saw this with were so into it, and I think that played a big part. We knew Doc Ock was going to be in this if you watched the fucking trailer, and they still went ape shit when he did. And then Green Goblin's appearance, they went ape shit. Granted, we all kind of booed when Peter when they blue balled us and pulled Peter away, but you know, still. I knew that we were going to have him for like the rest of the movie, so so I, I was good. And speaking of the villains, you know, let, 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 let's run through them. I want to talk about Willem Dafoe because I fucking love, I fucks with Willem Dafoe. Um, he's one of my favorite actors. He's so charismatic. He's so expressive. He, 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 he's, he's, he's fucking amazing. And for like half of the movie, we don't have Willem Dafoe. We have Willem the friend because he's, you know, he's good. <laughs> and then for the other half of the movie, we have Willem the villain. And he's, oh my God. I, you know that scene in Ratatouille where, like, at the end, the critic eats eats the food and he regresses to his childhood. That was me when I heard William the Fool cackling. Like it was, it was fucking beautiful, man. And uh, oh god, just the fact that they let him do his stunts and the fact that he he he. he I once saw an interview when he was talking about how when he was making the first Spider Man, he would use fake teeth when he was when he was norman osborne but when he would like jump into the persona of the ring goblin he would use his real teeth and that it was something super subtle but that it, but that will change his face a lot and oh, i thought that was, and the fact that they did it again here was really great um really small detail but that really works um the fact that he stayed in shape this whole time i think also helped because i, I know they had to dh digitally dh uh, molina but uh not for not for the foe. The foe is just there. Um, so I like him. I like Molina. Uh, Jamie Foxx. I wasn't a huge fan. I think he was fine here. Um, I thought they. I thought they did him justice because I hated uh, Electro and Amazing Spider-Man too. He was like yeah. a super needy guy who was like obsessed with people being his friend. And this one, he's. I thought he was way better. Uh, he was pretty much just allow me to reintroduce myself. Um, and then let's talk about the bench warmers of the, the movie, uh, Sandman and fucking lizard who, well, that's still decent villains. 
Uh, let's be honest. They're just kind of there to pad the pad the roster. Not really yeah. there to do much. Were you guys surprised that Lizard gave uh, Doctor Strange so much trouble? I was. Uh, I mean, no, I'm not surprised because he's not expecting a fucking lizard to attack him. I don't know, man. I feel like uh, Doctor Strange can take on Thanos with relative ease. Like he can like go toe to toe with him. The lizard getting the best of him? I don't know. The things that the things that you underestimate are sometimes the things that fuck you up the most. That's a fair point. That's yeah, what, I've ne- I never learned that in physical. That's how that's how Spider Man <laughs> trapped Doctor Strange in the mirror dimension. That's a fair fucking point. math. Exactly. Oh my god! See? The part where he like the spider sense keeps working and it won't let uh, Doctor Strange grab the the relic. I fucking love that. Oh story. yeah. <laughs> That was that was so comic booky. Like that that specific scene was. Uh, I remember. Uh, so, I remember that was a, a fan theory. Uh, the part where like uh, Strange does two portals and Peter grabs himself with uh, Web, uh, and he's hanging there uh, in that mirror dimension. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the fan theories was like, "Who's grabbing Peter? Obviously, dipshit. He's grabbing himself with his web." Because Doctor Strange made two portals so he could web himself. Man, whoever does the effects or like the fu- the, the stunt choreography for Doctor Strange is a fucking genius because they think in four dimension. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, really cool. Um, so that's the villains. Can we talk about uh, Ned and and uh, MJ, who are the supporting players and really like what keeps Peter grounded? Um, I like the both of them. I think this is the movie where the both of them got to really, really shine uh, because you can feel the evolution from the past few movies. And I don't, did, I'm uh, really liking them in this one. Did you all catch the subtle, the subtle little tidbit during the interrogation uh, where they call uh, MJ uh, Michelle uh, Jones, Jones Watson. Watson? Yeah. 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 That was cool. That, that that was kind of cool. Um, I like how she's uh she's kind of like a representation of an MJ of a Mary Jane, but not exactly. She's kind of like what Joseph Gordon-Levitt is at the end of The Dark Knight Rises when they call him Robin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that. It's kind of similar. They should um, just call him Dick or Richard. I like your first name, Richard. Yeah, yeah that would have worked. I would have kept that. That would have worked too. Yeah. Less people would have caught it, but yeah. I yeah, just but- outright call him Robin. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, it was it, was, it was Christopher Nolan. He was clever. He was being smart. It was no, he wasn't. wasn't. That was the most lazy way to throw in an extra character. Uh, I have my own grabs with that movie. That's for probably the possibly the worst death scene in the history of death scenes. Yeah, T- Talia. Yeah. So I go, yeah, fake a shit. Um, but the part when, when, uh, when fucking, uh, what's his name? Uh, Bane. The, the part with Bane is knitting, fucking classic. Love him. Tom Hardy deserves everything. I was born everything. in the dark. Yeah, he was simply molded by it. Fucking no, let's, let's talk about Spider Man a little more. Yeah, but um, MJ, I really liked in this movie. I thought she completely leveled up from in the second movie because I mean the first movie it was just 
she was just kind of like the weird girl who had a crush on peter that i mean anyone with eyes can fucking tell um but in the second movie she elevated to the weird girl that still has a crush on peter but they're kind of flirting with each other mm-hmm. and then third movie they're just full on out boyfriend and girlfriend and her role as being the love interest i thought they had great chemistry together oh did, did anyone else break down crying laughing when uh they had that <clears throat> funny like uh scene where like she's trying to get peter out of his costume and he's like oh god he's like oh well come off won't come off or get out or whatever <laughs> at the start yeah yeah and then i may open yeah. oh god just practice safe sex and close the door <laughs> I was oh my down. god you're mary jane i was breaking down I, I i legit had tears in my eyes from laughing at that um it was funny because like it connected <clears throat> with like uh on may like breaking up with happy and just like you know yeah that's the yeah. get out yeah yeah and, <laughs> um, and uh they, they had to follow all that up with like the helicopter in the background and uh also that whole scene one continuous shot really cool well done, John Watts. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Fred, I know you mentioned that May's death uh, earlier. What were your thoughts on all that? Uh, really fucking sad. I mean, the, I mean, think about it. This Spider-Man, this is the last person he has as, as a parental figure. Uh, his uncle has been dead for a while. Uh, Tony, his uh, father figure, died uh died in his arms and now the one person that he had left is is gone it was really fucking sad the one acted his ass off in that scene look at him that like fuck i felt sad oh the post uh the post like uh him like in his in his shit like in his feelings and that was that was rough yeah shama um so a common criticism that that i that i hear a lot is that this spider-man is not like he hasn't been through enough stuff but that's because we haven't seen it because they purposely didn't show it to us they didn't show us uncle ben dying because we've seen it a million times we have seen him lose tony stark we have seen him lose people but by the end of near the end of uh, of Spider-Man Far From Home, he's happy. He's Spider-Man. He's one. He beat his villain. He's back at home. He's with the girl of his dream. He has he has his friend. He has his uh, he has uh, his aunt. He has a possible future. And then slowly, one by one, all of those things are taken away by uh, 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 away from him. They take away um, his they take away his identity. They're Pretty much taking away his personal life. They're taking away that. They're taking away his aunt is the final thing that's going to cement him as Spider-Man. Spider-Man surrounded by loss his entire time. So it needed to be done tastefully, and it needed to be done in a way that was worth it. So he needed to avenge her, and they did it in the best way possible. I think we'll talk about it more when we get to the end, to the big climax. But I think the death was done correctly. I think it was done uh, uh, tastefully. Uh, very tragic by what happens at the end. Uh, if you see uh, something, uh, a little detail is that when you see her her tombstone, her grave, um, it doesn't say beloved aunt. Because everyone forgot about him. 
So yeah, oh, it just says it just has like her dates and a a, a quote. Uh, it should say beloved aunt, but not anymore. Um, so yeah, it's tragic, but it's good tragedy. It's good <clears throat> drama. So yeah, good stuff, man. Really what stuff? Does anyone else think that there was no Uncle Ben in this universe? I no, think there, there was. was. They're yeah. in the suitcase uh, and far from home. It says B Parker. Oh, yeah. you know what? Fair enough. My bad. Um, I forgot about That's that. Just stupid. Well, no, because at the grave, I was like, wait a second. They never actually mentioned him. I forgot about that fucking tidbit because it's been forever. Um, and then I also noticed that uh, when they buried Aunt May, it just said Aunt May. There was no Ben Parker next to her. Like I Maybe see it. Maybe Uncle Ben smacked <clears throat> around at me a couple times. Maybe they didn't have the greatest relationship, but you didn't think about that, huh? Did you? No, no, I didn't. Because there was maybe, Uncle Ben. Maybe so Uncle Ben man. liked the bottle a little too much. Jesus <laughs> face right now. This is why my this is why my cousin is banned from listening to the show. Is he actually banned from listening to the show? His parents hate me right now. Um <laughs> <laughs> Chema's aunt and uncle, for what it's worth, uh, he's the good one of the show. The fuck does that matter? They don't speak English. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All I know is Escuchame. Words, so I'm worse me nothing. <laughs> um, anyway, point is, um, I thought her death was done tastefully and the best way that they could have done it. I'm going to miss her in the MCU, but, you know. I mean, just the fact that they repurposed Goblin and used them to be I mean, I think it's fair to say he's the main antagonist in, in this movie. Yeah. Um, to be the fucking murderer of Aunt May in this movie. And, oh, Willem Dafoe, the fact that they were just like, nicks the mask. We're going to use his facial expressions. Because uh, prior to that scene where she dies, it's the whole uh, Peter wants to fix uh, the villains. Uh, that's, oh, that's fuck. what that's what leads up to uh, Aunt May dying. Uh, it's the whole Peter wants to fix the villains. We see a little taste of it. He does fix Doc Ock because I think it, he was probably the easiest one to fix. Um, and then uh, Green Goblin was actually a, pretty much a spy throughout the entire sequence and turned all the villains against him. Um, and pretty much uh screwed everything up and oh who didn't notice the the whole little nod to old school green uh green goblin with the with the purple hoodie yeah and then oh man that fight scene between green goblin and spider-man oh i wanted to bring that that up first the first one in the apartment fuck green goblin fucked tom holland up Oh, dude, I want that's what I really want to talk about. Like, I like right after we were like, Oh, yeah, that fights when you mentioned it, dude. When he does a spine buster to Peter and puts him through, I think, like three or four stories, several stories, I think, knocking yeah. him down to the to the bottom. No, yeah. but he does a couple different moves to put him through several ones. But, like, man, just the the pounding, the beating that he took. And still trying to stand and still trying to fight. And then he just... So um, in the OG Spider-Man review, I talked about how I loved the the real hand-to-hand combat. Like, it felt real. It it was practical. Mm -hmm. This is about as close as they got to it. But, man, it was just so brutal, that whole fight scene. Like, 
the crowd was going, oh, like the whole time just gasping at it and oohs and ahs. But and not like, just like that, Eddie. Uh, not to interrupt you, but this is the first time where we realized, oh, these aren't just two people. These are two super people fighting. Yeah. Because Green Goblin is juiced up because of the Green Goblin serum. And then Spider-Man's juiced up because he's Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, it's not just a normal fight. Like, these are juiced up superheroes going at it. Well, not really going at it. He just beats the living shit out of him. This is the most one... This is a a one-sided beatdown. Like... uh, Yeah, true. But he's getting beat down by several villains. Hey, step the fuck up. You brought them into your apartment. Do something about it. I mean, to be fair, Andrew Garfield couldn't take on all these villains. Neither could Tobey Maguire. I know, but like... Wait, no, Andrew Garfield took two of them on at once. And, and Tobey Maguire took on two sort of at once. Got when Stacy died because of it. Hey, it's not about her, all right? It's about can he do it. And he failed. And Andrew um, Garfield had to fight like one after the other, not two of them together. Fair. But no, now let, let's talk about this. Right after Aunt May's death, we got the probably the two of the three biggest pops of the night. Yeah. Andrew Garfield comes through the portal. And with a second, he was like, bring Peter. The whole theater got into this hush where you could hear a pin drop. I and, am Spider-Man. And it's like, prove it. And he does the thing when he sticks to the wall. Nikki's oh, like crying when, when she saw him. Yeah. She was like, oh, my God, it's actually him. Like, she, she started crying. I got a little misty-eyed when I saw Toby. Cause I'm like, yeah. oh, oh, oh my god! I love how he wasn't in costume though. I love how they yeah. saved that. It was like, what, what's up? And they had the little shoot off with each other, like, yeah, little stand off with it. Like, okay, you're cool. You're you're fine. He, he's. I would have. I would have cried if they had <clears throat> said the line from Into the Spider Verse when they sense another one and they go, "You're like me." Uh, I would have. I would have died if they if, if they had done that. Um, seeing. Uh, first of all. One little uh, acclaration because I think a lot of people didn't understand. I saw a lot of people online being, being like, how come Ned was able to use Dr. Strange's ring like on the first try? Because he believes, okay? Because he believes in magic. And Dr. Strange was a fucking skeptic, okay? That's why he was able to use the ring immediately, okay? That's why. Yeah, maybe he does have magic. His aunt and his yeah. grandma said that they had magic in the family. Who the fuck cares? Spider-Man's yeah. not real. Shut up and enjoy the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. And yeah, so yeah, we got to see uh Andrew Garfield show up as Spider-Man. And to I, I don't I, I don't know about y'all, we've never had this conversation, but to me, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man suit that he wears in Amazing Spider-Man 2 is the best-looking Spider-Man suit that's ever been on film. That's my favorite suit. It's I love the red. I love the blue. I love the big white eyes. I love the I love how the how the spider looks. To me, that is the best-looking Spider-Man suit ever put on film. So the fact that he was wearing that one specifically, and uh, when he takes it off, and like his hair is all floofy, and like. His face is kind of oh my! I was so happy, like I was so happy just seeing him there because he's always been a good Spider-Man. He just deserved a better movie, and this is the better movie. So it was great I, seeing. I, I I like that they showed him first too, because he he really deserved this. <laughs> I, I think it's very yeah. ultimate Spider-Man look. I, I dig yeah. the, I dig his suit. Um, if I had to say a favorite, um, 
to be honest, I really do like the Stark suit from Civil War uh, Homecoming because it's very comic booky. Uh, it's not sh- shiny. Um, it's all pretty much like neutral, like matte colors, as opposed to the shiny, the shinier suits that you would see in Amazing Spider-Man One. Because I think that one, the 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 web was kind of like silver. Yeah. And yeah. then along along with the Raimi verse one, that one was also pretty uh pretty shiny as well. Um, but no, I would say that Andrew Garfield's uh suit is definitely a good second. Um uh yeah, when Andrew Garfield popped up, and that's because I wasn't even a huge fan of Amazing Spider-Man or the second one. Um, I thought the first one had promise, but I thought the second one just fell flat. Um I, it did bring a, a smile on my face. I mean, it had a huge pop in the theater, and that was that was because I saw it at ten o'clock in the morning. Um, and that yeah, that pop was really good. I love the interaction between him, MJ, and Ned, uh, having to prove like that he is Spider Man uh, from another universe. And I mean, to address like the biggest uh, knock on this movie, the fact like everyone was trying to spoil it. Um, Yes. I know one of the things that was majorly spoiled early on was the fact that if you looked up the movie, I think Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire popped up on the cast on Google. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, fine. They popped up on the cast, but I don't believe any of it until I see it. And for me to actually see it happen, I was like, I was so happy to see mm-hmm. it happen. Um, and then we get some interaction between them, and then we see Toby Maguire step through the portal. And again, that may have been the second biggest pop of the night, just because what, dude? Almost almost 20 years after the first one, Toby's back. Yeah, that you one know? I had a way bigger smile because when we were in the <clears throat> first grade. When that one came out, I, I remember lied to my parents because I had gotten in trouble in school that day. And, you know, back in the day, they would send you home with a folder that you had to get signed. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I hid that until after the movie. It got my ass whipped after the movie. <laughs> but I still have to see the movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> See my my first uh, my first interaction with Spider Man was I grew up with the uh, there was a cartoon uh, the nineties cartoon oh, and then also there was the nineties cartoon and then also there was another one called Spider Man and His Amazing Friends and it's him. oh the old Iceman and the chick yeah with Iceman and Firestar yeah and that was really short that one was really short but I remember I grew up with those two and then I saw the first movie and. Oh, amazing spider the spider-man yeah. show the best best comic book show uh t- definitely neck and neck with x-men especially for intro music oh that that retro 90s uh um intro definitely fucking brings a nice smile to my face yeah did you saw that the voice actor from that spider-man is gonna be into the spider-verse too is he yeah fuck yeah that's awesome um yeah so i grew up with those and then i saw the, the toby Maguire one so of course i have i have all the nostalgia for him 
And I don't know about YouTube, but I genuinely did not believe that they were going to be in the movie. I was I was not spoiled, but I did not believe that they were in the movie. I, I was like, nah, it's too far. Like they they they've they've increasingly denied it in interviews. Um, I'm like, they're, they're not gonna be in it, and people are gonna go insane because they're not in it, even though they've never promised us that, that, that they're gonna be in it. Uh, I felt so bad for Andrew Garfield because he's out there promoting uh, Tick Tick Boom, and all the questions were about Spider Man. Like it was awful. And I felt so bad for him. It, it, it was like when Ben Affleck was promoting that that stupid uh, something the night. What, what was that movie? The movie about gangsters that he directed. Remember that uh, movie? Into the Night or something like that. I can't remember, but yeah, it's something night. Yeah, nobody cared about that movie because the entire time that he was promoting it, everyone just asked him about Batman, and he ended up dropping out of that. <laughs> it was so sad. For and, me, uh, I was just like, oh man. I hope they are in this movie. I thought it was at most going to be a cameo. That's it. I honestly, man, I was worried. I, my gut told me that they're in it. Like the money's there. They're going to be in it. What I was more worried about that they were only going to appear in the third act to help save the day. And when, when I saw Endgame and Captain Marvel showed up and blasted through the, through the, through the ship, I just remember thinking she better not get the fucking win. Like, no, 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 this is not her win. This is not someone cannot appear in the third act at the last minute and get the win. That's not how it works. That's not okay. And I was worried about that happening in this movie with the two with Andrew and Toby appearing and then being like, all right, let's get this win. No, there were moments beforehand. There was character interaction that heart to heart where Toby and Andrew were talking to Tom and folks we can't call them all spider-man so we're just gonna refer to them by the actors names peter one peter two peter three no we don't do it like that <laughs> where andrew tells him like I, I was just bitter and i was mad and i stopped throwing my punches and i just don't want you to be like that i don't want you to be like me that stuck me in the heart when yeah. when toby is reaching out and saying like you know uh, when my uncle ben died you know i wanted the man who who hurt him to die and i got my wish that night but it didn't make me feel better like these two older men who are in a different stage of their life than this kid toby i'm pretty sure is a father i want to say andrew is probably in his mid-20s well beyond where spider-man is at this point like just telling them just telling him their regrets what they've gone through trying to be i guess like father figure older brother figure to this kid who has no family you know, it just that heart to heart like meant the world. That interaction and the interaction in the in the classroom meant the world to me because that that gave us those moments. Plus, they were all written the way they were in their movies. Tobey Maguire Spider Man had the same vocabulary and the same delivery that he did in the in his movies. Remember, we're gonna cure some ass. Like, come on, yeah. like cure some. But like that that that's him. He's a dork. Andrew Garfield was a little more quippy, a little more snappy. Like he was joking with Ned and and uh, and MJ. Oh, like the whole bread part, like uh, yeah, like yeah. He, your tingle thing not work. He like he's awkward. Know. He's kind of a dork. Yeah, yeah. He translated that into this. Yeah, exactly. Like like all those interactions were money for me. Like that was icing on the cake, and I, I just love that. I wanted to get that out. I don't know if you guys feel the same or how y'all feel about that. Oh, I, I loved it. Yeah, I loved that part. And then just like the whole. Um, where they're developing the cures, uh, we get to see the the banter between Peters, 
between Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. And uh, there's that nice little tidbit that I don't know if you all caught where uh, where Ned asks Toby's Peter, he's like, do you have a best friend in your world? He's like, I do. Or he's like, I did. Um, I held him in my arms as he died after he tried to kill me. And Ned just kind of backs off. And then he tells Peter, um, Tom Holland, he's like, uh, I promise I'll never turn into a supervillain and try to kill you. And for those of you who don't know, Ned Leeds, that name in the comic books is the name of the Hobgoblin. Yeah. Well, you know what I thought would have been hilarious if he had gone to the other other Peter, to Andrew, and he'd been like, what happened to your best friend? He's like, turn into a deranged elf and try to kill me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> I thought that would have been funny. Yeah. Then he just goes and he's like, Peter, yeah, Ned, hugs him. <laughs> um, um, I like that scene where like Ned walks in and he goes, Peter, and they're like, yeah. He's like, no, Peter Parker. Yeah, that, that's the Oh, and then no, they no, do no. the whole finger pointing they, they, thing. They, they did the pointing thing. Yeah. Yeah. Him, <laughs> him, me, him, him. <laughs> like, we're, we're, we're still up here. Yeah, no, that, oh. that I thought was great. Um, I like how, even though they are the same, they still have their subtle little differences. I like how when, when uh, Holland says the the we great power and then Maguire finishes it with like great responsibility. He goes, how do you know that? It's like my uncle Ben said it. Like I lost him, and then um, Garfield also goes like you know, my uncle Ben like said something similar. Well, he doesn't say it, but like he says, Uncle yeah. Ben says it. Well, his uncle Ben said it a little different, but yeah. you know, he, his uncle Ben was busy being the best fictional president that's ever lived. Um, there's something really cool about the interaction and i like that they gave them time to you know hang out as both peter parkers and as spider-man yeah so i thought that was really cool because when we finally get to see them in action i like that they also got a chance to like show their age i adore that scene where like <laughs> the, the, the like, back stretching and it, it's like <laughs> do you want me to crack it it's like oh fuck yeah like yeah crack my back <laughs> i've never had anyone that will crack my back <laughs> Well, he's not like no one's ever strong enough to crack my back because you know fucking superhero. Oh yeah. Oh, and then they're and there's universes. <laughs> they're by themselves. We get to see that nice little tidbit where Tom Holland's like, "I'm not gonna brag, but I kind of am. I'm in the Avengers." And like, oh, that's awesome. What What's is that? that? <laughs> is that like a band? Yeah. Oh, I love. That Are you in a movie. band? <laughs> like, little shit like that, dude, made it all so much better. And then. We when got they, to see the the stumbles because they're not used to working together. Team, yeah. yeah, yeah. They get yeah, like so they have na- to like coordinate. Yeah, they get um, knacked. One of them gets like taken down. They're just like, this isn't working. We need to be a team. Okay, follow yeah. each other. Trust your tingle. Let's go. And okay, yeah. that scene where they're running, where they're running and when they uh, jump and they swing they together. Jump. Yeah, that one gave me such a feeling of nostalgia and happiness and then when they all land together i was like i'm it that's it like this is a perfect movie for me like they would have had to do something really stupid at the end for me to be like this movie sucks yeah what if they had killed toby and andrew would you have been like this movie sucks i would have been like that's a great way to tie up those loose ends (laughs) fuck oh that's yeah, that's what they are in new sense. Um, I, 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 I need to like point something out since we are in the subject. Um, so, Tobey Maguire got three movies. 
Uh, this is uh, Tom Holland's fifth, sixth movie. Technically third, but yeah, so, I mean six if we if we include a Civil Infinity and uh, and uh, Endgame. 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 Yeah, um, Andrew Garfield only got two movies, and I like how they. I I think it was a little wink to the audience. Uh, first, we have this really sweet scene where Andrew Garfield tells uh, tells McGuire, "Is like you know, I always wanted brothers," and. That was kind of a really sweet scene. Oh, when they're talking about like uh, the villains, like who's yeah. the coolest villain that you fought? Yeah, and then he tells him he doesn't like, man, I've never fought an alien. I feel like like I feel like I'm the worst he's one. Like I'm him. lame. Yeah, and then my boy's like, no, you no, are amazing. Like, no, you are amazing. Like super real. Like don't you say that about yourself? Yeah. <laughs> I do love how they address the whole fact that Toby has organic web shooters also while, that yeah well they have to create their own and he's just like oh, you're like fun of me i don't i don't want to like impose but like we don't we have to make our own yeah no but like also the part where he's like are you guys making fun of me and he's like no like dude that's legit awesome like how do you do it like the nerdiness and the dorkiness of that um was awesome i liked all that and then they're very human moment interactions with each other like you can tell Toby's a dad, man. Like the way he's acting with these two, and then Andrew's like you know the edgy teenager and shit. Just yeah, oh, God, fucking, it was great. Yeah. I love, I love also when they're about to jump and swing, and Andrew goes like, "I love you guys," and the other two are like, "Thank you." And they just jump. I can... and they just jump. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, can we talk about Andrew's moment? Like he had a moment yeah. there. Oh, he just all oh, the retribution. That. Yes. Yeah. That was a oh, really God. good moment. Yeah, uh, because they address it when when he goes like, "Oh, I lost, I lost someone, I lost someone." And he goes, "I couldn't save my quote unquote MJ." So the fact that he got to save uh, Zendaya, am I saying that right, Zendaya? Yeah, um, yeah. So he saved her, and you can see like the pain in his face that he doesn't forgive himself yet. Like he still carried on as Spider Man, but this is still you know haunting him. So I, that felt like closure for him. It was nice because I feel like he deserved a moment like that on a possible third movie, and he never got it. So that they was might, they might apparently nice. they're printing so much money with this one two Spider Man. Mm-hmm. You can dip into that pocket even more. I can see them doing like another movie in the future where maybe they gather more Spider Man and they show up again. But I don't think he's gonna get a third solo movie unless they they shove him into another dimension and he fights like Eddie Brock Benham with Tom Hardy unless I, I which I don't see happening I don't or like maybe he exists in the Tom Hardy universe you know we just don't know yet maybe well we're, we're jumping ahead but okay so that fights so that like three on three fighting is fucking awesome the crowd went ape shit that was the biggest pop actually when all three of them were swinging around after they had the plan and they were slowly curing and getting all these guys done one at a time um MJ gets saved and then we have what might be the climax of the climax where Peter well Tom fights Green Goblin you know and fuck just chef's kiss on that one like great moment for me it was the for me what sold that whole part was the revamp of Green Goblin's suit Mm -hmm. um just the fact that they gave him the the purple cloak they gave him the real battle battle worn armor. I was like, oh, he looks the goggles. He looks so good. God. How good does and he also look like, like how good does he look? Just, 
just Willem Dafoe looks fucking like cool. And like the fact that his voice and like his face can match that level of insanity, I thought was great because he's fucking evil. Like, I don't know about y'all, but my theater almost, they were ready to fucking kill a bitch when he stabs Tobey Maguire. Yes. Yeah. Like people were ready to like start fighting with the people at the concession crew. Like it was fucking insane. And oh, thank God he didn't die. I love how he even addresses it's like, ah, I've been stabbed before, like whatever. <laughs> yeah. But no, the, the scene where he um Tom Allen just beats the shit out of Green Goblin, he's just going at him. <clears throat> and we see Andrew and Toby like look concerned at each other, like, we should we step in? Should we let him make this mistake? Like, what should we do? And he's about I think to Toby, I think Toby stepping in was the best choice. No, I agree. Well, okay, he gave him that, like, almost like he stared at him for a long time, and I couldn't tell if it was an, and I, I'm disappointed in you look. We need to be better than this look, or you can't do this look, or we need to be, like, I couldn't tell what he was trying to translate, but he was trying to tell him something with just his eyes. I felt like he was like, hey, this will not bring <clears throat> you any closure. This will not bring you any kind of peace. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I feel like that, that that's what he was trying to address. Mm-hmm. Because that's the same thing that he, he told them, like at the top of the uh, at the top of the school, um, Andrew coming in from the side and like uh, webbing like them away was also uh, pretty good. Um, but yeah, Will the Four pretty much just shows up at this movie, and just like grabs Tom Holland, is like, "You will be developed, and you're gonna like it." Like it's, he <laughs> it was just he 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 did it, and he did it, he did it wonderfully. Um, Fuck, man. Just and then what well, we have to talk about how this whole thing ends, like uh, the Doctor Strange spell. Um, which th- when the cracks in the dimension started showing up, did, did you guys see who were in the in the I saw yeah, because I, I saw, I saw Rhino, yeah, I saw Rhino, I saw I think I saw Craven, I saw Scorpion, yeah. and I saw Scorpion, Alicia Harding, is that her name? Alicia Harding, Black Cat, Alicia Harding, Black Cat. Oh, you saw Black Cat? I didn't see Black Cat. Yeah, I didn't see Black Cat. I think I only saw. Rhino. I think Eddie's lying. Well, I think it's possible. No. Um, well, yeah. What's Black Cat? Unless there's another cat themed. Nah, really? I don't know. Mm. Uh, um. Well, no. Okay. So all that happens, um, and then fucking we get the we get the moment where he says, you know, make everyone forget. Toby, I mean, not Toby, fucking Tom sacrificed himself and says, hey, like, call it. You know, make everyone forget me. Dude, and- that whole fucking sequence of him, and then you can even tell Doctor Strange wasn't cool about it. About him saying, like, I want you to make everyone forget who Peter Parker is. Yeah. He just and wanted to. That, that guy, whole sequence thing, yeah. was fucking sad. Mm-hmm. And he says, yeah. like, you know, you can call, he says, thank you, Dr. Stranger. Thank you, sir. And he's like, call me Steven. Like, yeah. one last, like, we're good, kid moment. Yeah. Well, this is the last time that they're probably going to, you know, see each other face to face. So, yeah. Um, how does this affect the future or the past of the MCU? I think everything that he has done so far, people will remember him as Spider-Man, but not as Peter Parker. So probably the rest of the Avengers still remember him as Spider-Man, but not as Peter Parker. And I think that's fine i don't think it erases anything or like 
Yeah, because I uh, wanted to talk about that too. Um, like, see, and for me, what I was getting from that ending was is this Spider Man's exit from the MCU? Nah. No, fuck no. Dude, they're yeah, trying to watch another trilogy. Nah, they're, 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 they're going to keep him around. I think eventually we're going to have this is my, my uh, supposed thing. I think we're going to have like a Young Avengers thing. With uh, with him, uh, Yelena, Kate Bishop, uh, um, uh, maybe Miss Marvel. Um, yeah, I think we're gonna have uh, probably Miles Morales. I I, th- I, th- I think we're gonna have like a Young Avengers eventually, not right now, but I think we're just gonna uh, Shang Chi. I, th- I think we're just gonna be introducing like a little bit more characters or explore because the universe is becoming quite vast. So. I think he's going to become a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man that he's just an independent now. Um, eventually probably becoming uh, the Spider-Man from the PS4 game. I think that's where he's heading. Um, what's going to show up? He's, he's probably going to go to college. He's probably going to try to balance that double life now. Probably easier now since now nobody knows who he is. Um, will he meet again with Zendaya and with Ned? Maybe. Yes. Maybe not. Yes. Um Maybe they're going to introduce one Stacy, and and that'll 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 entertain him for a bit. Maybe Felicia Hardy will show up. I don't know. Um, an actual show, Mary Jane. Maybe an actual Mary Jane. Maybe he'll finally. Maybe he'll show up first day of class, and his professor is going to be Kurt Connors, so and he's going to be like, "God damn it, no!" And he's going to like leave. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Um, I would love that. I would actually love that. Yeah, uh, or something like that. I don't know. Like, there's really a lot that they could do. And I'm okay with waiting because this wasn't this. I finished the movie. I came home and I started the PS4 game again because I needed more Spider-Man. I rewatched Spider-Verse and I, I, I kept needing like more and, but I'm, I'm fulfilled with this. I'm happy with this. Um, I'm happy to wait one, two years until we see Spider-Man again. You know, it's been a minute since I've wanted I've wanted to watch rewatch an MCU movie like immediately as soon as I finish it. I didn't feel the need to rewatch Black Widow as soon as it was over. I didn't feel the need to rewatch Shang Chi or Shang Chi. I'm sorry, or the Eternals immediately after. I can't wait to see into the uh, No Way Home again. I can't wait. I agree. I I'm already looking for like tickets to like another viewing because it's fucking amazing. Fernie. Oh, well, I've seen it twice. I'm good with watching it twice. Cool. I th- I think if you watch it more than once, especially super early on, it's just going to it's going to dilute the experience. Uh, but watching it twice, I mean, I loved it both times. There really nothing changed, especially about my views about it. Um, but I really do like what they did with this Spider-Man. I thought this was probably the greatest origin story ever told and unexpected origin story ever told because i think everyone assumed that the origin story was homecoming when in reality it wasn't yeah what's called um do you think they're gonna do a trilogy trilogy another trilogy if they're gonna do nine total films like the homecoming trilogy they're gonna do the one where he's in college and the one where he's an adult like but each one will be its own thing i think if anything it should end at college I don't think it should go into adulthood. I think he's too young for them not to. 
Also, if you notice, each movie is kind of following the kids that grew up. They're, they're, doing, they're pulling a Toy Story. Like, they got through high school. Now he's going to go through college, and I think that's going to be its own thing because the kids who grow up with him are going to go through college and go through trying to pay rents, you know, trying to balance, you know, work and, and your job and your personal life and all that shit, like trying to find love again with MJ. <clears throat> kids that I think grow it'll up all, are going to go through the same shit. I think it'll all depend on how long the MCU ends up lasting because... It's not ending anytime soon, man. I think it's going to be eternal. It's not ending anytime soon, but like there's a million characters that you can still keep, you know, keep introducing and keep exploiting. So I don't need nine Tom Holland Spider-Man movies, but uh, will I like to see another trilogy and keep seeing him pop up randomly and like team ups or maybe someone goes to visit him when he's a little older? Sure. Would I like to see him three, four, three more movies and then he's and then he starts training a Miles Morales and then we see a trilogy with him? Sure, I'd yeah. love to see that. I, I just finished I just finished Hawkeye, and you know that's basically what they're doing with Hawkeye. So I don't know. I don't want to start thinking about the future because then I'm going to have expectations. I just want to say that this was a good closing to the Spider-Man Home something uh, trilogy to his high school trilogy. Uh, Tom Holland has established himself as a really good Spider-Man. This is the first time that, like, physically, in his face and his hair, I finally started to see him as I see Spider-Man in, like, a comic book or a cartoon or that really weird MTV 3D show that they had. Um, oh, I forgot about that one. It's a it's a really weird blip, a blip of an animation. Um, but, yeah, I like this one, and I'm really glad I saw it. I'm really glad it happened. It expanded the MCU, expanded the character, and gave us a great a great Spider-Man story. That's all this movie needed to be, a good Spider-Man story. And I think it succeeded. I know already said ratings, but my final thoughts is that this was fucking great. I thought it was amazing. I thought it was fun, explosive. I can't wait to see it again. I thought the performances were top-notch. Uh, it was fan service when it needed to be. And shit, probably it's, it's cracking near my top of my favorite MCU movies. This was awesome. 10 out of 10. Uh, I agree. Uh, I mean, I think I've been pretty vocal about my feelings of this movie. I feel like if I keep talking, I'm just going to repeat the same thing over and over again. Uh, but for me, 5 out of 5, this is a movie that I never thought that I needed, but it was a movie that I very much needed. It serviced everything that I could ever want in a movie that I didn't even know that I could ever get. Uh, I think that's a better way to phrase it because I don't think any of us ever expected for Andrew, Toby, and Tom to ever share a screen together. Um, but I give this movie five out of five. Definitely one of the best Marvel movies. Definitely one of the best superhero movies in general. Agreed. Um, shit, I, I share the same opinion, gentlemen. Um, I think because of that nostalgia, I think because like no one ever, no one ever fucking thought that we were going to get Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire in the same movie with Tom Holland. I think that pushes over the edge. This might be the best MCU movie. This might even be one of the best superhero movies of all time. Maybe, maybe, but, but uh, a plus on my scale. <clears throat> all right. So for anyone uh, or Gemma, who wants to lead us out? Cause we got less than a minute. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Thank you so much for joining us. If you'd like to hear more about our thoughts on movies, you can check out a lot of our reviews. They're available on YouTube, Spotify, and iTunes, and wherever else you may be able 
to find a podcast. If you find us rambling down the street, that's probably us. This was the rollback. Thank you so much for joining us. My name was Chema. I've been Eddie. And this is Fernando also joining the rollback. And we'll see you on the next one, which I think we'll see. We'll see how that goes. If we don't get to release another episode, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy whatever it is you celebrate. Happy holidays from the rollback. Let's cut it.